the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. It's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey, everybody, welcome in. A glorious day in the neighborhood as we say hello to you from the capital city, Jimmy B and TC. You can always get on the show at 264-1700. Again, the phone number is 264-1700. Great show today. Uh, coming up at 1225, Alex Halstead, 24-7 Cyclone Alert. Uh, lots of things to get into on the Iowa State Cyclones football, basketball. Uh, we talked a little bit about it yesterday where you have a sports pundit saying that Iowa State's hoops team will be the worst in the Big 12 Conference this year. Lots to talk about there. Also, Seth Gruen from Bleacher Report, Big Ten Unfiltered. We'll get into a myriad of topics with Seth at 1 o'clock. Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, coming up with the Chiefs preseason training camp report at 1.40, and then Wolfgang joins the show at 2. How are you, my man? Uh, pretty good. Late night last night, but uh, back at it. The Cubs in action late into the evening, so kept me up uh, pretty late, Jimmy B., but hey, that's all right. Summertime, late nights, yeah. I had nothing wrong with that, right? Hey, it works for us, because that's right in our uh, wheelhouse. Look, I watched some of that game as well. I saw the Javi Baez inside the park home run, and it was a good win for Chicago. Now they're playing arguably the worst team in all of baseball in San Francisco, but that's fine. I mean, you got to collect them when you can. Ironically, last night, the Pirates and Cardinals both won. However, I think your Minnesota Twins had a little bit of success against Milwaukee. They did. Got down early in that game, battled their way back, so that was good to see, and did it in an unconventional way, scoring what proved to be the winning run. We'll get into that a little bit later on, in case you missed it, as we take a look at that, Jimmy B. So lots of baseball talk today. We got Seth Gruen coming by. We'll talk baseball. We'll talk a little Big Ten football with him also. And, uh, Jim, you know, the, the rumblings are starting to trickle out of both Iowa and Iowa State football camp. It is certainly mm-hmm. the most important time uh, as the development of these teams get going. When we were talking with Tom Caker yesterday, I just uh, mentioned to him, Kirk Ferentz seems like he loves his time, but but that's coaches in general, right? This has got to be some of their favorite time of year. It's no headaches, no distractions. you got the guys they are in their hotels. You know, They're going through camp. They're not out being able to get in trouble. It's strictly football, and and coaches, they have to love this time. They always do um, because they feel, Trent, like they're in control. And as we and I both know, coaches, for the most part, are all control freaks. They want to be involved in everything, have their finger on every little aspect of the game plan, the players, the assistant coaches, everything. And so this is a very good time. For the most part, they don't have to mess around with the news media, which you and I love, but uh, the coaches don't care that much for us. But it's one of those things where I think at this particular time, they've been off, they've been doing the dregs of recruiting, and we know how that's the most difficult part of the job is trying to convince an 18-year-old to come and play for you. And... It's also a a chance for coaches, I think, during this time to really charge up the battery. When these guys are used to being at a certain place at a certain time doing something specific at that particular time. 
And during the off months, that's not the case. I mean, these guys like to be regimented. And it's similar to the military from that standpoint. You ever go to a practice and you have a chance to watch a full practice session, whether if it's college or the NFL, every drill is timed out. You'll hear the horn sound every 10 or 15 minutes because you've got to keep the players' attention as well because they'll get bored doing the same thing over and over and over again, hour after hour. So the game plan for practice is always mapped out. And so I think that's why head coaches, particularly at this time, as you mentioned, this is the best time for them. Uh, Also a little bit of a note here, Jimmy B, as it was just announced officially, start time for Iowa State hosting Texas coming up on September 28th. Remember, that's the Thursday night game. That will be a 7 o'clock kickoff up at Jack Trice with Tom Herman making his way home uh, or back to uh, a place where he coached for a little while. Right. 7 o'clock yep. kickoff, ESPN for that one as it will kick off week 5 of the college slate. Uh, other games going on that weekend, you got Clemson against Virginia Tech, uh, top uh, 25 matchup there. Overall, uh, Tennessee-Georgia should be pretty decent. Not a great group of games though going on that weekend it doesn't look like i don't think old miss is going to beat alabama this year uh no i don't think that's going to take place i think alabama will squash them like a grape so look i i'm glad that that is a thursday night game mm-hmm. i think the atmosphere will be absolutely electric uh particularly if iowa state by that time is showing signs of a major pulse like we think they will and not go into that game as a 15-point underdog on their home turf. If if Iowa State's playing to the tune that we believe at least their talent level says they can play, this is going to be one hell of a football game on Thursday night. You brought up the point spread, and I'm uh, interested to know, I don't believe at least the games of the year that I've seen released that it was that high, but maybe I'm wrong. I, I I want to say it was something, maybe I saw something where Iowa State was like a a six-and-a-half-point dog, something like that. That would be about right. Yeah, I could see that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because everybody is picking Texas to take off. I mean, just because Tom Herman came in. Right. Well, no. Not everybody. No. No, but, but the majority of pundits believe that Texas, they believe that Texas is going to be playing for one of those top three spots. I don't think that's the case. You don't see them as a top three team. All right, who who do you look at right now in the Big 12 as your top three then? I have Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and K-State. Okay. Then after and then that, I, have West, I, have, I have West Virginia right uh, banging on the door against K-State. So you're more, what, six and six, seven and five? Is that kind of where you're thinking? Yeah, maybe that, eight and four tops. Yeah, I don't see them much better than that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've got them right in that. I don't have them with a losing record, right? But but I I, I don't have them rebounding to eleven and one or right. ten and two. I no, I don't have that. Heard no. much of that though. That has been pretty no. few and far between. I I've heard some people when they step out of the limb, it's oh they'll be nine and three. They'll be better than even people think. I think generally people are at you know eight and four kind of year, and I think I'm in that mm-hmm. same spot. This is uh, the Texas yeah. schedule, by the way. Maryland okay. game one at home. They get yeah. Maryland. Decent, yeah. decent yeah. team. Yeah. San Jose yeah. State, they'll throttle them. They go to yes, USC. That is going to be a fun one. Week three with USC. 
on the road at the Coliseum out in L.A., USC with a lot of expectations, rematch of the national championship game from a decade ago. That's going to be a lot of fun. Then it's the game at Iowa State. At Mm -hmm. Iowa State, they get both Kansas. How about this three-game stretch? After that game against Iowa State at Jack Trice, they have Kansas State, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State the next three weeks. Ooh, so, ooh, man, that's tough. We're going to know pretty early how this team is, how good they are. And, and really, with that three-game stretch in front of them, Kansas State and Oklahoma State both at home. Of course, the Cotton Bowl for the Oklahoma-Texas game in the Red River shootout. That Iowa State game is ultra-important. They can't afford to overlook Iowa State there. But schedule-wise, from an Iowa State perspective, it sets up pretty well because more than likely what's Texas going to be doing, especially if they upset USC, they're going to overlook Iowa State, and they're going to be looking at that three-game stretch. That's co- absolutely correct. You you got that right. Look, I I think that Iowa State can play with Texas. I think that Iowa State will be able to hang in that game, and depending on what happens, let's okay, let's look at it then from two different perspectives. Okay, let's say first Texas goes to LA and upsets USC. If that's the case. Then do they walk into the Iowa State contest thinking, uh, we just pretty much got to go through the motions with these yahoos, and then we'll be out of here. Would that be a setup for disaster? Or here's scenario number two. USC hammers them. Then they go to Jack Trice, and now they're depressed because they just got beat by USC, and they take their frustrations out on an Iowa State team. Where where are you on that? Well, scenario one's the one that I just li- laid out, Jimmy B. Weren't you listening to me? I always listen to you. <laughs> That's what I just said. I just said that it sets up well if they go and beat USC, they're going to be overlooking Iowa State going into that. You know what's going to happen. Now, was Iowa State going to be able to overcome that? And, and can they you know, take advantage of that if that's the case? It's, it's an odd schedule, the way that it sets up. Good news, though, for Texas and for Iowa State both. Both teams do have a bye week the week before, so it's not going to be you know that short turnaround where you just have you just have the uh, the four days leading up to that Thursday night game. Both teams will be the week off the week before, and I think that'll also kind of tamper down if Texas does pull off the big upset and they do beat USC. It's not that quick turnaround that happens, and you're reading the clippings. You got ten t- days to prepare and and ten days for Herman to warn against what could happen if they would overlook Iowa State. I'm with you on that. And, look, I think Texas is going to be a better club. you got a quarterback in Bushell who was a freshman last year, sophomore now, has it pretty much figured out. We know what Tom Herman likes to do. He's going to spread the field, and he's not afraid to throw it around a little bit. So, I mean, this could be a terrific shootout type of game. Have you heard much about Texas defense? I haven't heard a lot of talk yet about their defense yet. Have you? Yeah, they uh, they return a lot, a lot of experience up there. And, re- and remember, it really wasn't Charlie Strong struggling to recruit. He recruited pretty well. It wasn't yeah. know, Alabama well, but it, it was a good job there. You know, they return, I want to say they return nine or ten starters, if I remember correctly. And in fact, let me pull out my Phil Steele here and make sure. It's a big number that they return defensively. Now, that defense showed some improvements last year, but it certainly wasn't overly impressive. Now, if they can just become league average, they're going to be in good shape on that side of the ball. Bouchelle, does he keep that job? That's been a, a continued question mark there. 
that offensive line should be a lot better. I think Texas is in good shape here. I don't know if I could pull the trigger, Iowa State, winning this thing straight up. And I'm looking right now. I did find the point spread for it uh, over okay. on the sportsbook. And they have it, Iowa State, an eight-and-a-half-point dog right now to Texas. Okay, I, I could see that. I could see that right now. I mean, look, this is all preseason conversation. Mm-hmm. Those numbers will change once the games begin, of course. But still, it's it, it's a unique setup and a terrific opportunity uh, for Iowa State, especially uh, having Texas on national television as well. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's a good call there. Hey, uh, Jimmy B, well, since I got the numbers up here, you want to see a uh, couple other futures? Yeah, let's right? do it. All right, yeah. Iowa State game. We've talked about this. Uh, we take a look at it at least once a week. Still sitting at three right now, at least at this website. Some other spots, it's been one and a half, two, two and a half. But mm-hmm. uh, look at it right now on Sportsbook. Iowa three-point favorite at Jack Trice coming up in week two on September 9th. All right, a couple other games with the local interest. Uh, scrolling through. Here we go. Okay. Penn State at Iowa, Jimmy B. Week four, what do you think the spread is? Uh, I haven't seen it, so I'm going to say Penn State three. Penn State eight and a half. Woo! Eight and a half Whoa. at Kinnick Stadium. We mentioned the wow. Texas Iowa State game. Texas is also favored by eight and a half in that one. Uh, let's continue to scroll through here, see if we can find any more futures games. This one just from uh, a random website picked up here, Sportsbook. AG. Uh, let's see, the Penn State-Ohio State game. Oh, that'll be, that's a fun one for you, Jimmy B. Middle of the season, Penn State going to Ohio State. What do you think the spread is on that one? I'm going to say Ohio State, eight and a half. Got to go higher. Eleven. Wow. Eleven is the number. Boy, people have. have really bought into the Buckeyes. The bookmakers have really bought into Ohio State. Speaking of the Buckeyes, they come to Kinnick Stadium on November 4th. Fourth, a early spread is out. What do you think it is? Buckeyes at the Hawkeyes. Twelve. Higher. Fifteen. Higher. Seventeen. That's what it is. Iowa, a seventeen-point underdog to Ohio State. A week later, Iowa goes on the road. They head up to Camp Randall to take on the Badgers. Jimmy B, give me a guess. What's the point spread? Iowa at Wisconsin. I'm going to say Wisconsin, ten and a half. Higher. Fourteen and a half. Fourteen. A two. Wow. T- we've seen this. Wow. Game, Jimmy, two touchdowns. Boy, does that seem like a wow. Long. Man, I'm telling you, the bookmakers have no faith in Iowa this year at all. It's looking that way. Not, it does. I mean, they're they're pretty much saying that Iowa's going to suck. Yeah. It, it they really are. Year. I mean, when, when, yeah, when you when you look at some of those spreads, Trent, mm-hmm. that tells you Iowa, to the to the odds makers, stinks. Last one, Black Friday, Iowa at Nebraska this year. Hawkeyes and Cornhuskers, Jimmy B., what's the number? See, this is a tough one for me, just just because of we were so close to that game. I'm going to say Huskers six and a half. Only two and a half. Out of neutral Ooh. field, then, they're saying that I would actually be a slight favorite in this game. Favorite on a neutral. So yeah. they don't have much faith in Nebraska, then, either. They don't. Remember when those over-unders came out this summer, Jimmy B., and how surprised we were? We saw those Nebraska yes. numbers at, 
at six, six and a half at some spots. Speaking of that, I'm going to pull that up quickly, at least from this site. Let me see where they have Nebraska. They have Nebraska right now at seven, also Iowa at seven currently over at Sportsbook. So uh, some numbers here during the summertime to get us through a random Tuesday. How about that, Jimmy B? I, I, I liked it. I'm just stunned, Trent, at some of those numbers for Iowa. Mm-hmm. I, I really am. Big numbers. Because at least, at least before they actually get on the field and play, the odds makers have no faith whatsoever in the Hawkeyes. Big None. numbers. And, and even though Ohio State won, I can get the one that was just such a shock to me, and I saw it at a couple of spots earlier this year that were more than two touchdowns, is that Wisconsin game. I, I Wisconsin, yeah. yeah, their schedule sets up very good. They're going to be fine. They're going to be good. I get that. But more than a two-touchdown favorite against Iowa? Have you seen that game over, I don't know, last 40 years? Well, maybe not 40. <laughs> go back to when Barry Alvarez was there. Let's go back 25 years. That's not going to be a two-touchdown game, is it? I that I, I wouldn't think so. No. Not not when you have a game that's 10-6. to six. Oh, Right, yeah. I, yeah. You're giving me two touchdowns in that game. I'm gladly taking it here on August 8th. There's no doubt about that, Jimmy B. With that, we are going to come back on the other side. We're going to talk some Cyclones. We'll talk about that Texas-Iowa State game and more with Alex Halstead. Take a look inside some practices. I know Alex has been up there a couple of times. Get some thoughts on him. But before that, time for a little in case you missed it. And today, presented by our friends over at Bellagio. Jimmy B, yesterday it was my sister's birthday. Jewel okay. Turned 32 years old. I don't know if she'll be happy about me saying that out loud. I'm but... sure she hates you now for <laughs> saying her age, yeah. But uh, wanted a little Italian. We went over to Bellagio, had some chicken parm, excellent, really good. Uh, sister got a good big salad to go along with some Italian chicken strips. Even Ella, she got the kids pizza. Bellagio, wow. looking for real Italian food. Dan and his great group over there make real homemade Italian. Bellagio in Urbandale. Original, still there in Norwalk. They haven't moved. They're still in the same spot there in Norwalk. And the newest in Urbandale, make it Bellagio the next time you're thinking Italian. Let's get to baseball last night. Jimmy B, you hit it at the top. Baseball last night. Did you see the way the Twins scored their winning run last night against Milwaukee? I, I, did, I did not see that. No, I did not see that. A balk. Now, it wasn't a walk-off uh-huh. balk because this happened in the seventh inning. Uh, well, here it is. Just weird. After the Twins got down early, they're down 3 nothing. They battle back, tied up at 4, and then this happened, the call from Fox Sports North. Rosario really bluffs a long way down third. Well, he can because there's nobody yeah. within 60 feet of third base. Right. right now, the pitcher Drake is closer to Rosario than a, on another fielder. That's a buck. That's a buck right there. And he barked them all. That's a function of the, the two-strike shift that they put on, taking Shaw and putting him where a shortstop would normally play. That was just So the big shift was on Jimmy B. Rosario basically mm-hmm. all by himself over at third base. He's hopping around. He's scooting around. He's doing, you know, the standard stuff. And it actually worked. The, the, catch, the, the pitcher actually kind of shrugged his shoulders there, balk, and turns out to be the winning run. That's incredible. When I first uh, was watching a little bit of that game, I did see the three spot that Milwaukee had put up. And then I made the move and started snooping around. I watched some of St. Louis and Kansas City. Ooh, that wasn't pretty if you're a Royals fan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then I watched some of the Pirates. And then, of course, I went late night for the Cubs game. But uh, So I was kind of all over the, the map there last night. But that's incredible. And even though it wasn't a walk-off in the ninth, 
it's still very impressive with how he was able. I think he went, wasn't it uh, Henry Rowan Gardner when he got on first base? Didn't he jump all over the place and bother the pitcher? I think he did. Pitcher's got a big butt, that. Yes, yes. Hey, Fitcher, you got a big butt. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's great. That's exactly what what I when when I heard it, I'm starting to think Henry Rowan Gardner right there at third base, and he gets the pitcher to balk. You mentioned Kansas City in St. Louis last night. The Cardinals get it done behind a big, big fourth inning. They put a sixth spot up. Here's a call from last night. One off the glove of Escobar. And everybody's safe as a run scores. Bases loaded walk. Pickoff and it hits Fowler into left. Fowler will score. Runners advance to second and third. Down the right field line and that ball is gone. Three run homer Matt Carpenter number 15 this year. Boy, that was an ugly inning from a Kansas City perspective last night. Some airs, booting it around, kicking around. An ugly one as the Cardinals get it done. We finish up with Javi Baez early on a scoreless game. He goes Yahtzee. No, not in the conventional way. A little bit of help <laughs> from his outfield friends. As a Baez cracks one deep the other way. Way back. Off the wall. Hayward will come around third and score. Baez to third. Gary Jones is going to send him. Here's the throw. Save. It's a home run. There it was, Jimmy B. The call from Comcast Chicago last night as Javi Baez scoots his way around and gets it done. And the victory for the Cubs last night, 5-3. Unbelievable. I always uh, think maybe that the... Inside the park home run is the most exciting play in Major League Baseball. I look, I, I love great defensive plays, spectacular catches, guys trying to stretch a single into a double or a double into a triple, but there's nothing better than an inside the park home run. That was In Case You Missed It, presented by Villaggio. You're thinking Italian, pizza, pasta, and more. Make it Villaggio. Two locations, the original in Norwalk and the newest location on 100th Street, in Urbandale. We come back on the other side. It's Cyclone Talk. Alex Halstead joins us coming up next. 1700 KBGG is a big talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3. Sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Since 1920, Fulton and Hay has been the industry leader as a supplier to the food service industry. Everyone can cook like the pros with the latest and greatest cooking supplies and accessories. Let their experts help you select the perfect kitchen equipment and utensils to meet your needs. Bring out your inner chef with one of their monthly cooking classes. Visit their showroom, exit I-235 at East Euclid, 2701 Delaware, or visit their website at boltonhay.com. They can really make you cook. Nothing compares to the thrills of the out-of-state thrill. 
Before you experience the spinning, eating, and competing thrills of the Iowa State Fair, experience the thrill of saving over 30% on gate admission before August 9th. Visit iowastatefair.org to print your advanced admission tickets at home with no extra fees. Or while supplies last, purchase advanced admission tickets at participating Iowa Hy-Vee and Hy-Vee drugstores, fairway stores, and Central Iowa Price Chopper and Cash Saver stores, or the Iowa State Fair ticket office. Visit iowastatefair.org or a participating retailer today to save. The Iowa State Fair, August 10th through the 20th in Des Moines. Nothing compares to these savings, and be sure to discover new rides and old favorites at the Iowa State Fair's Thrill Parks. Nothing compares to the thrills at the Iowa State Fair. It's Iowa Cubs game day. Catch the Iowa Cubs versus the Sacramento River Cats tonight at 7.08. Visit iowacubs.com for news, promotions, tickets, and more. Iowa Cubs baseball. Come for the fun, stay for the game. iowacubs.com. Bellagio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Well, Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Food Dudes Delivery offers commercial and residential delivery service along with the option to pre-order. Our delivery rate is always a flat fee. So whether you're ordering $15 for yourself or $300 for a party, it's going to be the same flat fee. We deliver all throughout the metro area, always keeping your food hot and fresh. Food Dudes Delivery has a vast range of food options for you to choose from. So place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. 
Jim Brenson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Hey, everybody. Welcome back in. We roll all the way till 3 o'clock today. Uh, don't forget, we're going to go turn our attention to the uh, NFL a little bit when we get the live training camp report from Kansas City Chiefs with Mitch Holtis. That's coming up at 140. But right now, we're going to do some college football and college basketball for Iowa State. Uh, Alex Halstead is our guest, 24-7 Cyclone Alert. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Alex, how are you, man? I'm doing good, guys. How are you guys doing? We're doing fine, pal. Let's kind of get into what Iowa State is doing on the field. Uh, you've seen, uh, you've been there for media day. You, you have your spies out. Uh, kind of give us an overall view to begin this conversation of how do you think they're progressing? Yeah, you know, Iowa State's just kind of into the point now where they're just started putting on pads, uh, I think on Friday or Saturday. And so they're actually getting into the heart of camp now where I think they will probably soon have a better idea of what this team looks like and, and what some of those positions look like. Because that first week or so, you're you know, going non-pads, they had split practices, which is what we got to see was the two split practices. And so you're kind of more so just getting guys reacclimated, and especially the young guys getting them into things and, and maybe beginning on the playbook with some of those guys. But now they're, the, they're to the point where I think some of the guys that we, they've spoken highly of, they'll know how much they can really help us. You know, we've heard about true freshman running back Johnny Lang, and uh, it sounds like he's probably going to play this year. But most of that talk has been based off summer workouts and, seeing him in non-padded stuff, and now when he gets the pads on, what's he like? And I think the same thing goes with a guy like Marchie Murdoch, who we've heard has really emerged at wide receiver. You know, last year he got Tyra State the day before fall camp from Illinois as a grad transfer, and uh, he's maybe been one of their most surprising people, and I think he might end up winning that third receiver position, but what does he look like when he has pads on? And same with both of the uh, lines, especially that defensive line, because um, they return from that defensive line, just 22 starts, you know, of their two deep, five of the eight guys have never started a Big 12 game. They've got the size of Ray Lima and Matt Leo, but we don't know as much about them until they really get into action. So, you know, we've gotten a good feel for some of the young guys that could emerge, but I think now in the next couple of weeks we'll begin to maybe get a better feel from the staff about which of these guys look good once they're actually going against guys in 11-on-11 stuff and scrimmages. Well, uh, can you tell us any bit more? Have we heard any more about Tangamoa? when he's going to arrive. I think it was last week when it was said they expect him here this week. Any update? Yeah, that thing just continues to linger on. Yes. It seems like you know we've had that in basketball, now we have it in football. And uh, summer classes for Camilo got done on July 27th. So it was 10 days yesterday from the classes. And now it's just kind of a waiting game. You know, Matt Campbell's been very adamant both times he's talked about uh, Camilo Tangamoa that he will be at Iowa State. You know, he told us down in Frisco, Texas, and that was probably – three-plus weeks ago now that they did expect him. He told us last week that they uh, expected him still, and so and that was unprompted without anybody asking about him. He said that right at the front. So he's still expected in Ames. I think there's still a holdup, and I don't know for sure if it's on the waiting for NCAA approval uh, and all the compliance stuff is, I think, where the holdup is now because his classes are done. And, um, you know, from what I could gather yesterday, trying to figure out when or if he's going to be here this week, it sounded like Iowa State still doesn't know for sure, you know, the timeline. But I think the the 
point is that they do expect him because, like I've said before, either way I think he can come to Iowa State. It's a matter, matter of can he play this year and next year or can he does he have to sit out this year and then play next year. So I think either way it sounds like they're going to bring him to Iowa State. It's just a matter of how soon can he play at Iowa State uh, if or when he gets here. Alex Halstead is our guest on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Alex, uh, take me now to what you have had a chance to discuss with the coaches. Let's start first with the offense, and then we'll go defense after that. And the wide receiver core, quarterback in Jacob Park, the running backs in Warren and Montgomery, and, of course, that offensive line, which I think Trent and I both believe is key to the success of Iowa State. Are you on board with that as well? Yeah, I think the offensive line, you know, a lot of what they will do this year will, will hinge on how, how well they can protect Jacob Park and what kind of holes they can uh, make for, you know, David Montgomery, Mike Warren, and, and maybe even a third running back, whether that's Kene Nwangu or Johnny Lang or even, I guess, a Sheldon Crony. You know, they, they feel really comfortable about their running backs, but they need someone to help create holes for them. And there's no doubt that they feel the offensive line is well ahead of where they were last year and much more improved, especially from the talent standpoint. I think the other thing they like about the offensive line is this year they're not kind of scrambling in fall camp to figure out who goes where. As long as they stay healthy, and this was a time of year last year where Jake Campos was lost for the year, as long as something like that doesn't happen, you know, they, I think they kind of feel they know where the guys are going to be. And so now it's a matter of just getting better rather than trying to figure out who's going to play where. And I think they probably feel pretty good about their seven deep on that offensive line. But, you know, if you have a major injury or if you have injuries, because injuries obviously happen, even if it's just for parts of games, who comes in after that? And I think that's what they're still trying to figure out in fall camp. But I would say out of their starting five, uh, and then Sean Foster and Josh Knipfel are probably the two next guys in on that offensive line, they feel pretty good about those seven. It's just finding, you know, who's number eight or number nine if they need to go that deep. So there they feel pretty good. Like I said, running backs, they've got five names that they've mentioned. And, um, you know, I think it would probably mostly be a two-headed thing with Mike Warren and David Montgomery. But, you know, they do have running backs that they think, especially Kanae Nwong, who's healthy, can come in and, and battle for some snaps. I think, you know, the other positions there, you know, obviously Jacob Park cemented in as that quarterback and, um, that's big for him. You know, Alan Lazarda said that I think he went through three or four different quarterbacks. You know, now all of a sudden he's hoping that he has the same quarterback for a full year. I don't think he's ever had the same quarterback for all 12 games. So that would be big for them. And I think the biggest question is, you know, who does he throw to? Because he has so many options. That's what camp is really about is not finding players, but having those players battle for getting reps. You know, you know, Lazar is going to get his, and I think Trevor Ryan and Deshante Jones, but, Marcy Murdoch and Hakeem Butler kind of both battling. You know, last week, Matt Campbell said Hakeem Butler has maybe the most talent in that wide receiver room, but he's only a sophomore, and I think he's still got to be more consistent. So that's kind of the big question uh, as they continue through fall camp is who gets the numbers or who gets the throws from Jacob Park. Well, a lot of depth at both the running back, the wide receiver position. You mentioned the offensive line feeling good, maybe about seven guys. What about tight end? And they, they like to use, you know, different guys in different kind of roles. It's not the old conventional way that you think of offenses. they got a couple of different positions, guys that they can play in the slot. But Chase Allen is your prototypical tight end. He, he appears to be in good shape. What else do you know about the tight end position, and, and how are they going to use them now in year number two with the Campbell and the Manning regime? 
Yeah, I think for the first time in a while, really since E.J. Bibbs, we're going to finally see that tight end position used. And maybe it won't be used as much this year, not to say it won't be used, but as much this year as we will see in year two or year three of Chase Allen and Dylan Sainer because those guys are still retro freshmen. But by the time those guys are in the middle of their careers, I think we're going to really see the tight end position used a lot. But over the last two years, they've completed 13 passes to tight ends combined. And Matt Campbell would like to see that change. You know, part of it, he brought that up, or he was asked about it, I think, on media day. And he was pretty blunt that you got to have tight ends to be able to throw to tight ends and that he feels they do now have uh, talent at that tight end position now that they've got some of those guys in there. Chase Allen, um, like you mentioned, you know, he's got the size. I think he's uh, 6'6", round probably 240 now. And he's a guy, like you said, that will probably play a task of the line, but they might flex him out a decent amount as well. Dylan Sainer's um, – Around the same six six or six seven, but he's two seventy. But he runs a, I think they said a four seven five forty. And so in high school he flexed out wide, but he's kind of more your bigger tight end. And then Sam Harms we saw a little bit last year, and he's maybe more of your blocking type ten, but tight end, but could maybe go out and catch. But I think you'll for sure see, you know, more than the six or seven completions they had to tight ends last year. And when they were at Toledo, I think uh, their last year at Toledo, like forty percent of the time they used double tight ends, and they won't get to that point yet, but. Matt Campbell, in the past, his offense has used the tight end heavily uh, in the game, and they got to work towards that because these guys are so young. But tight end is going to become part of this offense now that they've got pieces like Chase Allen. All right, we're having a great conversation right now on Iowa State and their football team with the one, the only, we have to give them a good buildup, Alex Halstead from Cyclone Alert on the Draft House 50 hotline. All right, Alex, we've done a little offense. Let's go into a little defense now. I know the Joel Lanning story, we'll get to that. But let's start first with the big fat guys up front. Where are you on the defensive line? Can they create enough havoc so that the linebackers can make tackles. Yeah, I think, you know, they've got the bodies and the talent there, and, and now it's a matter of can they produce. I think, you know, Athlon comes out with its anonymous things for every Power 5 conference of what do coaches think. And that was kind of the one mark against Iowa State, and I think they were talking more about recent years, more so than this year's, because um, they didn't really mention some of those new bodies they have up there, but how in years past they've kind of gotten smaller than they were before, and it's not as difficult to go against that defensive front. But now they've got, you know, a Matt Leo who's up to 290 pounds, and he's listed as a defensive tackle right now out of need, but he's really a defensive end and can play both because he's up to 290. you got Eni Wazrike, who's up to 288 as a redshirt freshman defensive end, and Ray Lima, I think, is around 300, 305 pounds. And, you know, they've got some size there. I think Jaquan Bailey at the other defensive end, which is more of their rushing end, is 260 as a sophomore. So, the size is there now. They look the, the part. You know, when you talk to some of those guys up close, like Ray Liam or Matt Leo, they look like a Big 12 defensive line compared to some of the guys they had in recent years. But the, the, the biggest question is that, you know, Matt Leo has played football for about three years. He's never played in the Big 12. Ray Liam has never played Big 12 snaps. Um, you know, even some of the guys that they do have, like a Jamal Johnson or a Jaquan Bailey, who played last year's true freshman, have played about probably half a season's worth of, Big 12 snaps. So, you know, that's the big question is what does that unit look like? And Matt Campbell, I don't think he even really knows until they play against you and I. But they have the bodies up there and they have the talent up there. It's just going to be the question, I think, of how quickly can they get acclimated. But if they can play well, especially if it doesn't take them too long into the season, 
you know, I think that's really going to help the next levels, like the linebackers. You know, the linebackers have gotten kind of a knock against them in recent years, but it, it's hard to know how much of that is because, you know, blockers get to the second level so quick behind or uh, past that defensive line. Alex, uh, one more on the football front. Great article you had up yesterday over at CycloneAlert.com talking about the culture change and Iowa State, how this thing is being built with Matt Campbell. Take us inside that story a little bit. Some of the things can come out as Matt Campbell feels like the foundation is being set for Iowa State and changing things. Yeah, I thought there were some interesting quotes uh, as I kind of started talking to some players about it, you know, in Frisco, Texas, and then a little bit more at Media Day. But we'd seen stuff through the summer of players, you know, posting stuff on social media, you know, and you'd see like it's a Friday night or a Saturday. And we know that, I mean, I think Brian Gasser mentioned uh, last year that he came back from a recruiting trip on like a Friday night and DeSante Jones was in there, you know, at 10, 11 p.m. And, you know, in talking to Al Mazard and Joel Lanning, without even really prompting this, they both told me that in the first two or three years here for both of them, they never saw that. And I think that was kind of telling, you know, it's, it's not necessarily a great sign, but I think it tells you a lot about how much things have changed because, you know, the kind of the basis of that story is that coaches are seeing guys in the facility by themselves or with position groups on Friday nights, Saturday nights, Saturday mornings. And before the weekends were kind of their off time and players just kind of, they were only in there when they were supposed to be in there, when they had to be in there. And Lazard and, and Landing and Brian Peavy and David Montgomery is actually one of the key guys behind it, which to me was kind of crazy for him being a, at the time coming off his freshman year. Those guys have kind of seen a change of players are in there at those times, which like Matt Campbell says in the story, you know, it's only kind of a step towards that. All it does is give you a chance, but he kind of equated some of their close losses um, for one score games last year. Since the bowl game in 2012, they've lost 15 of their 37 games have been by one score. You know, he kind of equates that to the off season. You know, when you don't have good off season and create bad habits, you don't win those close games because, you know, through college football and the NFL, I think a lot of games are decided pretty close, but, you can say how close you are, but typically the bad teams lose close games. And part of that reason Campbell thinks is because of the work you do in January and February and March, which seems to be improving. But like he says at the end of the story, it only gives you a chance now um, to compete this season. All right, let's go to the round ball. Because, uh, Trent, help me out. I forgot who wrote the article that picked Iowa State uh, last in the Big 12. John Rothstein, uh, CBS and FanRag Sports. I'm, I'm sure you saw that as well, Alex. Uh, yeah. Not a whole lot of love there for the Cyclones this year. No, and I think, you know, I think the players will, you know, it's probably not a, a terrible thing for them to be picked where they're being picked right now because I think for a few reasons. One, I think fans, it lowers their expectations maybe a little bit. Not that they're going to care what, you know, some of these people write, but I think the expectations do need to be kind of, you know, lowered a little bit until people even see what this team is. You know, when you look at the fact that, you know, they're going to they're gonna go into the season with 12 scholarship players, as Brom said, they won't fill that last spot. You know, seven of those 12 are new players, and two of them are sitting out this year. So there's just so many unknowns with this team. Um, I could see them really being anywhere from that 7 to 10 right now, you know, when you look at some of those teams at the bottom. And I think it's going to be interesting to see how, some of those teams look early in the season, but, you know, I think I saw Linda Wigginton tweet, and I don't know if it was in regards to that, but to prove the doubters wrong and things like that. And I think that's probably the best thing for this team is, um, you know, to be picked there because when you go in with lower expectations um, from the outsiders, I think 
it may be it, it's maybe better for this team than the other way around, where they have to kind of live up to something. It it always cracks me up. I mean, here we are, like what four months away from uh, getting underway, at least for uh, college basketball, and fans are freaking out because some Yahoo picked them to be last in in the conference. Look, I'm not sold on this team. Um, I'm referring to it as the Magical Mystery Tour, Steve Prohm's Magical Mystery Tour, because to be honest with you, you got some players. I just don't know how all the pieces of the puzzle are going to fit together uh, once they get on the floor. Yeah, I think they, they might be the, they're probably the biggest mystery in the Big 12, and you could probably go a little bit further than that just because, like you said, they've got some talented pieces. You know, they, they brought in two four-stars, one of them a top 50 player in Linda Wigington, and then Terrence Lewis also being a four-star. They've got Cameron Bard, who was a four-star at high school, but redshirted, you know, the semester he's been here. Uh, Solomon Young's going to be a sophomore, but we've really only seen him play in a limited role. You know, that's four guys right there that are, you know, three freshmen and a sophomore who could play big roles, but we don't really know what they are. And even the, the transfers they bring in, um, you know, Hans Brace had really good years at uh, Princeton back-to-back, but he's coming off two ACL injuries. If he's healthy, how good could he be, but will he be healthy? And Jeff Beverly uh, did what he did in Conference USA and that sort of thing. So there's there's pieces that we know who they are, and some of them are highly regarded out of high school, but we just don't know what they're going to do and how this team is going to fit together, you know, who's going to be the three-point shooter other than Donovan Jackson, and, you know, will they be more defensive-focused um, because of what their roster looks like? I think there's just too many unknowns of how they're going to fit together because there are so many pieces. You know, I can't really think of a time that Iowa State has replaced this many roster players, and I think that just adds a lot of intrigue to what it, what is this team once uh, they start practice in September. Alex Halstead, CycloneAlert.com. Hey, Alex, uh, before we run, let people know they want to get involved. Football season coming up. A lot of great content up at CycloneAlert.com. Uh, what people can get to get the VIP access over there. Yeah, right now there's a, actually a deal right now. I think it's through August 11th, so just a few more days left. But if you buy one month of Cyclone Alert um, or any 24-7 sports site, I guess if you're a fan of another team, uh, you get – three months free, so basically four months for the price of one, and um, that's kind of the typical preseason deal and goes on for a few more days to basically get you cycling alert for the price of one month through the entire football season, which a lot of recruiting left for Iowa State, and then I think basketball recruiting probably will have a good feel by the end of September when it sounds like they'll probably have a handful or more official visitors uh, for those football games. Good stuff there. Get involved. It's CycloneAlert.com, part of the 24-7 Sports Network. As always, Alex, thanks for your time today. Good talking with you. We'll try it again next week. Yeah, thanks, guys. Talk to you later. That's Alex Halstead on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Good stuff always out of him, Trent. I always enjoy talking to Tom Cakert on the Hawks and Alex Halstead on the Clones. Good way to kick off the week each and every week here on Jimmy B and TC. We'll come back on the other side. Still lots more. We'll take you up until 3 o'clock this afternoon on the Big Talker 1700. Big news, big talk. Join me, Diana Kelly, every Saturday morning at 10 for what's happening in your neighborhood with Inside Iowa. On 1700 KBGG. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, 
specialty roofing and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money-back guarantee and here's their best offer ever for a limited time go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code des moines to take advantage of mike's four-pack special you'll get 50 percent off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows and free shipping at the Home Depot, free carpet insulation means free carpet insulation. And free includes clearing out furniture, ripping out old carpet, hauling it away, even carpeting stairs with no hidden fees. Free installation on carpet 699 bucks or more means free installation only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid on carpet priced $1 or more per square foot. Specialty items may be priced separately. Guys don't really talk about antiperspirant. Despite that, 91% of Dove Men Plus Care users recommend it. Here's what they said. It blocks the, you know, perspiration, I think is the fancy word. It's comfortable. Uh, it smells nice. My girl likes the smell. Well, it's, it, I, I don't know, uh, it's hard. I think it's quite masculine. Uh, my underarms aren't the worst thing at the gym. It's kind of like the Hoover Dam from my armpits, I guess. Dove Men Plus Care Antiperspirant. Tough on sweat, not on skin. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Jim Brunson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, welcome back in. We roll all the way till 3 today. Look, during the commercial break, Trent and I are watching the Ocho. And, <laughs> and they've got this stupid beanbag game that they're running on a network 
They're running cornhole, and these two ladies are throwing the beanbags. Yeah. And their language, Trent, is unbelievable. They got to bleep it every three or four seconds. I mean, that's what happens when you get drunk women playing with beanbags and playing cornhole. The language comes out. I mean, they're getting upset when they get bumped off of the uh, off the board. Uh, it's very it's it's very funny, but I cannot believe that people would actually sit around and watch a beanbag game like this on TV. Well, and they've had it on ESPN. Of course, uh, today, if you haven't heard, on ESPNU, they've turned it to the Ocho in reference to uh, the movie Dodgeball from, oh, 10, 15 years back. Yep. And uh, they have that going on. Yeah, they have the cornhole happening today, arm wrestling tournament, darts, uh, firefighter world challenge, the <laughs> moxie games, uh, all kinds of fun stuff, Jimmy B. So, Kind of right up your alley. With what's that godforsaken sport you used to call? You mean uh, unlimited hydroplane racing? Exactly. Yes, that's, <laughs> that's exactly what I'm that's talking about. That's much more entertaining than cornhole. Trust me. Uh, well, you know what gets better in ratings? Cornhole. <laughs> Cornhole's been getting monster numbers on ESPN. <laughs> Everybody who's hammered is watching it. That's why. Apparently. <laughs> All the right, Ocho. a quick break. When we come back, we've got lots of things to get into, including Seth Gruen coming up at the top of the hour. Uh, at 1.40, we go to Kansas City. Mitch Holtis, longtime voice of the Chiefs, is our guest. Jimmy B and TC, it's the Big Talker 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC, noon to three, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness, give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Hi, folks. Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Guys don't really talk about antiperspirant. Despite that, 91% of Dove Men Plus Care users recommend it. Here's what they said. 
it blocks the you know perspiration i think is the fancy word it's comfortable uh it smells nice my girl likes the smell well it's it, I, I don't, ah, it's hard i think it's quite masculine uh, my underarms aren't the worst thing at the gym it's kind of like the hoover dam from armpits i guess dove men plus care antiperspirant tough on sweat not on skin this is charles osgood Five times more hires are made through Indeed.com than any other job site, according to independent research. Imagine a lottery that had five times more winners or a Sunday with five times more touchdowns. When you're hiring, it makes five times more sense to use Indeed. Right now, Indeed is giving new users a $50 credit to post a sponsored job on the world's number one job site. Claim your $50 credit at Indeed.com slash credit. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. Switch to AT&T prepaid and get two months of free service with no annual contract on AT&T's network. Two months free, huh? You know, my wife wanted two months free, and then she jetted off to the Canary Islands and met some tennis pro named Sergio. Kevin? She doesn't even like canaries. You want to stick to the script, please? Right. Sorry, Dan. It's Don. Don. With AT&T prepaid, you can watch all of your favorite shows with no annual contract. Wow. No annual contract? No commitment at all? Remind you of anyone, Don? Maybe your wife? Bingo. Can we wrap this up, Kevin? Oh, sorry, Doug. That's prepaid your way from AT&T. Great. Thank you. Sure beats whatever Sergio's offering. Okay, that's it. I'm cutting the legal. Limited time offer. Requires payment at activation. Taxes extra. Account must remain active on $45 or $65 plan and cannot lapse to get bill credit for third and 12 months. Fees covered and other restrictions apply. Details at att.com slash prepaid. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at 